What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 207 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm feeling good. I hope you are feeling good, too. We have a great question today from Andrew. But before we get to that, I want to thank one of my favorite companies in the world, Music Radio Creative. I had to thank them live here because they are the company that helped create the intro for Ask Pat, plus a couple other things I've been doing. Some stuff that's in the works, actually, that you're going to hear later. Uh, actually, in 2015, you'll hear. But anyway, Music Radio Creative produces high-quality podcast intros, outros, and jingles. Their site is so cool. You can go there, and depending on sort of what package you get, you can even choose the type of voice. They have all different professional voices that you could choose from and hear examples of. And uh, it's truly a worldwide experience over 107 countries have used their services. And what's really cool is it's super affordable and all the music and sound effects that you get are fully licensed so you can focus on creating great content without worrying about copyright claims. So to check them out, head on over to musicradiocreative.com slash askpat. Again, that's musicradiocreative.com slash askpat. Awesome. Now let's get to today's question from Andrew. Hi, Pat. My name is Andrew Hartley, and I'm a certified flight instructor in Columbus, Ohio, and I run smartflighttraining.com. My question is actually specifically about your Green Exam Academy site and your newsletter. Uh, knowing that you run you know, multiple sites now and uh, are no longer daily involved in the architecture industry, I'm curious how you continue to have um, newsletter topics and newsletter information about lead tests that I assume are continuously updated all the time and how you kind of stay on top of that and make sure that your users are getting good information in a timely manner. Um, plus, I really want an Ask Pat t-shirt, so I hope to hear this uh, on Ask Pat, and um, I'm looking forward to your answer. Thanks, Pat, for everything you do. We really appreciate it. Hey, Andrew, thank you so much for the question, and uh Congratulations, you have an Ask Pat t-shirt. Well, it'll be sent to you in a couple of weeks. You'll get an email from my assistant very soon. Uh, but that's awesome. So I hope to see a picture of you wearing it in exchange for your request. And of course, anybody who gets their question featured here in the show gets a t-shirt. You don't have to send in the picture, but a lot of people have. Uh, so that's really cool. So thank you, Andrew. Now, to get to your question, since I'm no longer involved in architecture, and I would say that's perhaps a 99th century, so pretty much you're right. How do I stay on top of timely information in the field for my Green Exam Academy newsletter uh, and just the site in general? I think this is a fantastic question because when we think of passive income, I mean, whenever I talk about what I do with other people and then they start to understand the idea of, okay, I can build something now, I can invest time up front, takes a lot of hard work, okay, but then I can set it and forget it. And then I say, no, you can't set it and forget it. You could set it and walk away for a little bit, but then you'll have to come back. You need to update it. You need to obviously talk to your customers. If you have customers that need help, you can update and add new things to your product line and add new features to your site, but you should never just walk away forever. The cool thing about passive income is that you can build things now and reap the benefits later, and you don't have to trade your time for money, but you could build something and then walk away for a little bit, perhaps take a little mini retirement, as Tim Ferriss would say, but your business can continue to work for you, or perhaps it's even just the idea of going to sleep at night knowing that in the morning you will have the opportunity to have sold products overnight because your online store is open 24-7, seven days a week, even on holidays, 
you know, that's all good. Now, to more directly answer your question, Andrew, there's a few ways that I keep on top of what's going on in the architecture world. For one, I have a few friends in the industry and I talk to them every once in a while and I ask them, hey, what's the latest on X, Y, and Z? And that helps a little bit. But actually those conversations, uh, now that you know, I have a couple kids and people are you know, leading their own lives as well, um, I, I am not or hardly ever in touch personally with other people who are in architecture right now. Although there are some few connections on Facebook and once in a while on Skype with some old friends, but we'd never really talk about architecture. I mean, the last thing we want to talk about is architecture actually. Uh, But there are other ways that I keep on track of what's going on. One of the best ways is to use a Google alert. So alerts.google.com. And if you don't know what that is, for those of you listening, it's a way to set specific keywords in Google so that when anybody sort of types or publishes any sort of content in and around or related to that keyword, or actually using that phrase, it'll send me an email report every day or every week. However often I want this report, it'll send me information on what people are talking about related to that keyword. Where have they used that keyword online? And so I look for keywords like lead exam. And so I get information every month, and I, that's, that's the frequency I, I get it because this industry changes rather slowly. The exam changes every couple of years. The last exam actually has been uh, about three years since the, last, since the previous version. So it, it changes slowly, but there are additions and things like that. So looking at keywords like lead exam or lead AP exam and then all the different exam types and also the United States Green Building Council update, things like that are really helpful and allow me to just receive in one spot in my email inbox changes, things that I should be keeping up with, and things like that. And if anything I see when I'm scanning through that seems to be important and something timely that I can send to my newsletter, then I send them that particular link. I don't even go as far as, and I could, or perhaps hire somebody to do this, but I don't even go as far as summarizing those things in a very long sort of email. I simply say, hey guys, this is the latest, here's a link to it, boom. And you know what? Typically, those places that are talking about those things, like the official United States Green Building Council website or you know the Green Building Council Institute, those places, they're going to talk about the topics in a much better, more detailed fashion than I would in an email. Um, and so that's the sort of strategy I'm using now because I found that if I were to summarize those things on the website, uh, and often this happens, you know, there are updates every once in a while, to those particular notifications that come from the United States Green Building Council and little changes in addendums and things like that because there's a lot of technical things that go along with that stuff. Um, If I update it on my website, then I'm going to have to re-update it on my website and I have to keep up with all the little changes. Whereas if I point to where the origin of that particular uh, notification is, those websites that I'm receiving, again, through my email in my Google Alerts newsletter from Google, then it's all right there. So if changes are made, you know, I'm still directing people to the right spots. So that's one way to do it. And then I also am subscribed to the obvious newsletters of those companies and organizations I should be subscribed to. And I do read and skim those over and those give me big time alerts on when things happen and when I need to make changes on my site, any sort of major updates that happen. It's really easy for me address to address, excuse me. And uh, that's what helps me stay on top of these things. And then if something seems to be of major importance and I get a lot of people on my Google Alerts talking about it, a lot of notifications and newsletters coming from these large organizations, uh, then, you know, I'll know to spend more time or, you know, perhaps schedule some time during that day to do more research and then perhaps do a unique 
email blasts to my newsletter subscribers. Now, there are also other things you could do, like, and this is uh, something I used to do, although I don't do it much anymore because a lot of the blogs that I were following died. Um, you know, if there are any blogs or forums out there related to that particular niche that you're in, uh, you can subscribe to those feeds and determine whether or not when new content comes in, that's something worth paying attention to and sharing with your audience as well. Now, that's cool because, like I've mentioned many times in the past here on this show, Ask Pat and on SmartPassiveIncome.com, it's the relationships you have with other bloggers in the same niche as you that can definitely help catapult you forward in the industry that you're in. So if, for example, you were following somebody else's RSS feed who's talking about the same stuff as you, if they were to come out with a great, amazing article... You can even share that in your email list and give that person credit, of course. You can post a link to it on your site, and then you could reach out to that person, perhaps if you don't have a relationship with them already, and say, hey, I loved your article. I have an audience that is of the same as yours, and I shared your article with them. Just want to let you know. You know what? That's how you develop those relationships, and those people will want to give back to you in one way, shape, or form down the road. So those are the great strategies you can use uh, for those of you out there who are looking to stay up to date in your field if you are, for example, not really into it anymore if you've moved on to something else. This is a great question because I know a lot of people who have helped start a business who have now automated that business and then have moved on to something else. And I think this is a great reminder for all of you out there that you can't just leave it there and let it be for good because, and this is, I've made this mistake before, you know, on securityguardtraininghq.com, this was a website that I started publicly on smartpassiveincome.com. You can actually follow along that whole journey from how I selected that niche to how I monetized it. You can find it at nichesiteduel.com or nichesiteduel.com if you're Chris Ducker. And uh, you can follow along that journey. <laughs> and that, Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, but anyway, I remember getting to number one in Google. That was my goal. And then I just let the site sit there for months. And uh, the site was doing well, was making money through AdSense ads. But if I had a better goal, you know, I could have put a little bit more work into it and perhaps made a lot more money. And it's because I was just sitting on it for a long time that, uh, you know, I was just seeing the same sort of results. And it wasn't until I finally woke up and started putting, putting more content into it and more thought into the strategies and the funnels on that site um, and I'll, even keeping up with what's uh, the latest news is in, in security guard training as well, using these techniques I used, or I talked about earlier, um, things started to go much better. And even now I'm working to sort of triple that income, hopefully within six months and uh, from this point forward, actually, because I'm, I'm taking it to sort of level three now. And there you go. Andrew, I hope that answers your question. Thank you so much for taking the time to send it in. And I can't wait to see a picture of you in your askpat.com t-shirt and, uh, you know, just Go ahead and tweet it out. My Twitter handle is at Pat Flynn. And as always, any of you, if you want to tweet about a particular episode of Ask Pat, go ahead and use the hashtag Ask Pat and then the episode number. So for this one, for example, it would be hashtag Ask Pat 207. And that's how we could all follow along. Cheers. Thank you all so much. And I also want to thank today's sponsor, which is Music Radio Creative. Again, they are the wonderful producers of the Ask Pat intro and uh, are going to do a lot more things for me down the road too. Isabella and Mike over there are amazing. They will make sure that you are happy with what you want for your podcast production needs. Again, super high quality intros and outros and jingles, music. You know, they have a really high quality team over there. All different kinds of voices, all different kinds of sound effects, all fully licensed so you don't have to worry about anything check them out again musicradiocreative.com slash ask pat thank you so much for listening and again 
As always, I love to end with a quote. And today's quote for you is from Booker T. Washington. He says, Success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome. Take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Enjoy your walk, or gym time, or car ride, or time at your computer. Whatever. Wherever you're at, love you guys. Thanks so much. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable. And the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.